Welcome to the Natural Physique Podcast with your host, Chris Rendell. Please follow along as I share my journey into natural physique development, drawn from over a decade of training, competing and coaching experience, as well as insights from well-respected guests. This podcast will provide you with valuable knowledge to take your physique to the next level. So without further delay, let's get stuck into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Natural Physique Podcast. The OCD and me would have liked to have finished this podcast on 60 episodes for 2023, uh, but unfortunately we're just going to fall short on 58. This is going to be the final episode of 2023, um, and it's basically going to be a wrap-up of the year, uh, how the year has been, because it has been a, a bit of a roller coaster of the year for, for me. Uh, I've had um, a lot of ups, a lot of some downs as well, and I wanted to kind of summarise that and share with you how this year has been. Um, but yeah, it's uh, to begin with, um, we'll go through uh, sort of some stats on the podcast because it is a fairly sort of niche uh, podcast. Uh, you know, I'm a one-man band, uh, natural physique. There's a uh, Maybe not too many sort of people would maybe follow podcasts like mine, but I am proud of uh, you guys for supporting and following me. Uh, I have 54 Spotify followers, which to me is pretty mad. Like, I know everyone says this, but imagine having that amount of followers on one room. It's just, it is kind of cool because I, I record this podcast in a small uh, spare room in my flat and I couldn't fit 54 people in here so that in itself is pretty cool um, and you know I have just under 3,000 plays which is again is cool to, to hear to 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 know that the, my podcast has been listened that amount of times is just just awesome and I hope I've helped some people out there um, if I have please drop me a DM because I, I love to to kind of get DMs from you guys as well uh, looking at sort of the analytics on um, on uh, my sort of podcast platform, it's uh, it's reached quite a few countries as well. Um, let me have a look. There's a way to see that. Oh, I'm not sure. Audience, there we go. Um, I've got 18% of my listeners in the the states, 55% from the UK. No surprise there. 5% from Ireland, 4% from Australia, which is really cool. Uh, 4% randomly from Switzerland, uh, 2% from Canada, and then the rest is kind of 1%, but I've got, you know, tons of countries in here, a lot of different countries, which is just cool to see that this podcast is being, uh, you know, listened worldwide. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you guys. Basically, I guess this is an episode, thank you guys as well. Um, but anyway, let's, uh, let's have a wrap up of the year. Before we begin that, um, I want to just kind of uh, go through something I am going to release in the year because I haven't spoken about this on my, my Instagram at all and you guys will be the first to hear. Um, so I am releasing a free prep guide in the new year. Uh, this has taken me a while. I've been spending a lot of time this month uh, sort of perfecting it. I've paid for some um, guys to sort of edit it professionally for me. Um, and it's going to be a decent guide, guys. It's uh, based off, obviously, all my knowledge, uh, experience competing as well as taking clients to the stage and that of sort of scientific data as well. I've referenced a lot of science, science, uh, science papers in there. So it's not just a 
cookie cutter guide uh, that I've just come up with off, off the top of my head. I've actually spent a lot of time on this um, and, and sort of thoroughly sort of read through it and checked it. Uh, the, there are some um, template sort of, there is a template meal plan in there um, and a sort of template training plan. Do have a disclaimer on that though because for any of you guys who, who listen to uh, my podcast, you'll know that um, prep is a highly individualized process. So this is a guide, a template to follow, not an exact process for you. If you want that highly individualized approach, um, then please please feel free to like jump on a call. Uh, we can discuss your prep. Obviously, the, the sooner uh, we get working together, if you want to prep, the better. It's better to do a little bit of an off-season and get you in the best sort of starting point for prep and make sure you're ready to actually take on board and start a prep. Uh, so yeah, um, that guide is available. There's also an exclusive coaching offer if you download that guide. I'm only gonna be offering it for free in January because it's just too valuable not to be um, charging a small amount. I put a lot of effort, it's a lot of knowledge uh, and, and money I've invested into my own coaching, my own education. Um, so eventually I will charge that in February. So if you wanna get a free copy, you've heard it first, go and uh, download that, follow me on Instagram. It will be available up there. I'll probably link it in the bio and uh, during the first episode of 2024. I won't be recording an episode next week because uh, I'm, I'm gonna be quite busy getting stuff organized for January and I'm also uh, away on holiday as well. So um, yeah. Once that's available, I will link it here um, and you've, you've heard it first on this podcast. So anyway, let's get stuck into today's episode. So back in January of this year, I had just moved to Glasgow. I moved to Glasgow in um, December 2022 uh, and I was just settled in and started my online coaching business full-time online. So before that, I was working as a personal trainer in Edinburgh. Um, moved in with Jasmine, my girlfriend, and now fiance, uh, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, but yeah, moved in with her and decided I was just going to take the business online. I didn't have any plans to uh, start personal training in Edinburgh. The main reason being with online coaching, I can help more people. Um, I feel like I can help people uh, more effectively as well, just because. Um, I actually have time to go through a check and response. Whereas with personal training, you have the hour of a session and then a check in at the end. Uh, it can be quite difficult when you've got a lot of clients as a personal trainer and each of those clients is an hour session or perhaps even two uh, hour or two slots of one hour sessions a week. Uh, so it's a huge time commitment. It was it was brilliant. I loved personal training. I loved help helping people out. I built a very successful business back in Edinburgh, uh, but very tiring, very draining. And also thinking back to my 2021 uh, prep, how burnt out I was um, doing personal training alongside my prep, alongside towards being a beginning of that uh, sort of prep, I had classes to take at Pure Gym. Um, so it was the right call for me in the way I wanted to kind of take the direction of my business. I kind of wanted to help more people who are getting into physique development uh, and, you know, it works alongside my lifestyle and my bodybuilding as well. And 
I hope that doesn't come across as me being selfish. It's more um, just currently where I'm at in my life and again, who I kind of want to, to help. Um, so we made that call and it was a huge risk as well because I essentially had to half my income. I lost quite a few clients because obviously a lot of clients was working with more gen pop and they got a lot more out of the sort of personal training sessions. So a lot of my clients dropped off at the time. I had to cut down my prices to um, sort of get some more clients on board. Uh, and it was a tough time of year, January through to March, you know, I was earning enough just to get by. Um, but sort of knowing I was going to go into 2023 competing with not a lot of income uh, and competing is expensive. It was very, very stressful. Um, I guess any coaches listening to this probably can um, per perhaps relate with me as uh, relate to what I'm saying here as well. But anyway, um, it, it always is the case when you're starting any sort of new business venture that you are going to, it's going to be hard to begin with. Um, and then ball started rolling after that so going into march started picking up more people heading into spring um had a few more people on board uh, i had my client michelle join who is based over in america and that was my first so international client um she has quite a large instagram following um so i had some clients she recommended uh, a lot of people to uh, to me, um, which is brilliant. Like um, Michelle, shout out to Michelle. She, she is, she's helped me a lot as well um, with getting clients on board and that really sort of kick-started things for me. Um, and, you know, it was great. It was great getting that reach. I had a few more international clients join, um, someone from the Netherlands, uh, someone over in Australia, uh, New Zealand. So we've had, you know, a few people join the team, which has been brilliant and it's been it's been great. It's been, uh, it's, it's very stressful being a coach at times. You know, you have to juggle and manage a lot of things. But at the same time, is the, the reason I do this is for the, the rewards at the end with my clients' sort of results and the messages I get towards the end of their journey. So I had a message from uh, my client Hashim, who I helped take to the stage back in 2022. Um, and I think he said something along the lines of, I, I can't believe I, I look like this. Like when I sent him the photos of him on stage, like I just feel so much more confident in myself now. Um, and that's, that's what makes me do my job. Like just hearing those messages is, is just, it's, it's unbelievable. I can't even express it in words how, how, good, how good that feeling is. Uh, and that's what I want to do is help, help as many people as I can especially sort of going into uh, the following years, like after this season competing, I love competing. I will always sort of compete. Um, but I just really want to help other people do the same thing and enjoy the same experience. So that is my goal. That is my vision for CR coaching um, moving into 2024, into 2025, um, and just be a part of the natural bodybuilding community. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was great. I had a couple of clients compete this year. I had Bradley in August, so we started sort of his prep back almost when I started prep back in May. Um, and obviously, this is the time when things were starting to pick up a bit. So it was a good time around about that May sort of eight, uh, May June time was really good. And then also Michaela uh, from from the states, she joined sort of back at the beginning of the year, and she was competing in. Um, around about when I was competing as well, sort of September time. 
Um, so that was the start of prep, May time. Uh, I had my mate uh, David's wedding in May, which was right at the beginning of my prep. That uh, was the one day I just took completely off. Um, so I'd officially started prep, but I just uh, had a complete day off, had a few drinks. Um, and I wanted to share this because I, I do think prep should be very strict and you should stick to the plan. But if it's early enough in that prep, you can have one day off because I know a lot of people and I uh, spoke about this on the podcast last week or the week before, you know, some people will be prepping at the moment. You can take Christmas day off. Okay. Don't be a dick and try and, you know, eat four portions of Christmas dinner, but you know, you can sensibly enjoy the day and then get back into to your prep the next day. So don't stress about that. Anyway, had the wedding and then it was like properly into sort of prep mode and um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great prep. Now, in hindsight, I would have been uh, slightly leaner at the beginning of the prep. Uh, obviously, I've spoken about this before on uh, sort of my, my roundup from the season. I just think I had a little bit too much fat to lose um, right at the beginning. I was over 100 kilos. So the plan this time around for my off season is to stay uh, a lot leaner and not push up to that weight because I don't really need to put on too much more size. There's certain areas I would like to bring up. Um, probably again, a little bit more delts. Uh, back, even my back sort of let me down a little bit on my lats uh, just to give a bit more taper. And I feel next time if I come in slightly tighter as well around the midsection, midsection is not going to look quite as blocky uh, as it was. Again, that's a bit bro sciencey, but um, it's probably it's probably what's going to happen. So that's that's my plan, uh, and I'll probably compete twenty twenty five. Um, end of twenty twenty five is what I'm thinking. So I'm going to have a, a wedding at the beginning of twenty twenty five. So that's expensive. If I have enough money. I'll compete 2025. If not, it'll be 2026. I know that's quite a long time to wait, but there's no rush. The stage isn't going anywhere. Um, and I'll be involved in a lot of my clients' journeys, which is important to me. Uh, I would like to give it a little stab in 2025, though. I'm very tempted by it, so we'll see. I haven't decided that yet. Um, next year will be full off-season mode, and then we might we might do that. Anyway, I'm kind of digressing a bit here. So uh, prep went well. Like uh, I was a little bit worried throughout that first initial sort of weeks because, uh, again, it was a bit heavy. So, um, But coming in, I felt a lot more confident as I was sort of dieting down. And, and it does come off me pretty quickly. Like those first sort of nine weeks, it came off at a rate of about a kilo a week and just start started to slow down a little bit after that. Um, but a week out from Dubai, I had Bradley's show. We went to the UKDFP Northern Counties. Um, that was a great experience. It was it was fun going down to a client show whilst being on prep as well. Um, it's just, you know, it kind of gave me another little takeaway um, from the fact that if you really do want to go and uh, stay on plan and you've got like a work trip or you know you're going on, on holiday whatever you can still stick exactly on plan because I prepped all my meals found a gym to train at did everything I needed to do um, so I still managed to stay back on track and still managed to give my full effort into to sort of Bradley's experience um, so that was that was kind of cool and it was another sort of takeaway from prep to, to give to my clients like 
you know, put, my, put your mind to things you can stay on track. You don't have to go and eat out if you don't want to when you're away on that work trip. You can prep your meals. You can take your meals with you. You can find a gym to train at. Um, but anyway, that was a great show. Um, Bradley, unfortunately, just missed out on a place in there. Um, it was his first time competing. In hindsight, with Bradley, uh, we probably could have gone for a slightly longer off-season, I would have said, um, and sort of pushed his body weight up a little bit higher during that off-season. Uh, but I only started with Bradley back in sort of July, August of 2022. So we had a fairly short off-season. Um, so for, for him, it's just a case of a little bit more muscle. Um, and that will really kind of show his conditioning when he sort of diets down on stage. Uh, posing was very good, shapes very good, and I felt like he beat some of the guys from the back who were maybe like third, uh, third place, fourth place there. Uh, he was in a tough category as well. He went up against um, Tom, who was the winner of that category and then the overall winner. Uh, who I competed against, who beat me at the UKDFBA British Finals. I later went on to beat him at the WMBF show. Uh, but um, yeah, he was up against some really tough competition and I was just really proud of him. It was, again, quite an emotional moment for me as a coach. Just like these are the moments I live for, taking clients to the stage. I was more nervous for him than I was for any of my shows. Like my heart was racing um, before he stepped on stage. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a really cool experience and it was cool being a part of Bradley's journey. Um, and then uh, the week after, I was straight into Dubai. So that was quite a, a quick turnaround. Um, and you guys know how Dubai went. I came second there, very close. Uh, I feel like, again, if I had that longer time frame, did maybe a bit of a pre-prep diet, came in a bit more shredded. Uh, I may have actually won my my height category there and who knows I may have won a pro card at the the overall uh, but anyway reflecting back on that that's all in hindsight um, it was a phenomenal experience like just thinking back now because when you're in the moment you don't really process this but it's always looking back I'm like it's just crazy I, I went to another country I competed um, in another country with other people who love and share the same sort of um, passion as I do. Uh, I met a lot of people. I met people there. I, I follow them on Instagram now, which is just really cool. Um, and it's something this year I'm not obviously, or going into 2024, I'm not going to be competing. But I really just want to be part of the, the natural community. So I'm going to be helping out at some of the WMBS shows, or at least uh, going down to, to see if I can help out. Uh, they asked me back in 2022 to help out. Uh, but unfortunately, I was can't remember the reason why I couldn't help. Uh, there was a reason, um, but uh, this year um, I do want to to kind of go down and um, to show my support and give back to the community a bit more in whatever way that that is, whether that be you know doing the drug testing, being being a judge, whatever it might be. Um, that's that's a plan for this year, uh, and also in that. 2024, go traveling down to England for these shows. Uh, I want to link up with the guys I met on prep, uh, guys who helped me. Uh, shout out to Kez. Um, shout out to all the sort of fellow competitors as well. I want to get some training sessions in and just kind of link up and get that community feel going because it is great. I love sort of show days because of that and the people you meet. So that's the plan for 2024. 
Um, anyway, so Dubai happened, came back from Dubai, uh, was a little bit disheartened, obviously, with the result. I was, you know, super proud of myself, but, you know, was really gunning for that first place there. Uh, and then it was the UK DFBA show, the Heart of England qualifier. Uh, I don't think we did a lot between Dubai and that show to, like, try and come in more conditioned, which I really think maybe we should have done. Uh, I think we just kind of continue to stay at where we we're at, like baseline wise. Uh, and that show, we learned a lot from it with the peaking strategy and I just wasn't peeled enough again. Um, so that was when we really put the foot on the gas and was like, right, come on, let's uh, let's get the cardio up to an hour on that Stairmaster. Let's, uh, let's pull that food below the 2000 mark. Uh, and that's when I really started to see my peak physique that was going into the PCA show, which for me uh, was the highlight of the season. Like that was just ugh, an unbelievable show. Stepping on an untested fed, coming away with a win, uh, and then sharing a battle in the overall with Josh, who won the WMBF um, Worlds Pro Pro Show. Um, Jack Catterley, who I think won the Natural Olympia. And then um, Pankaj, who won the British title for the Masters at the PCA. And I held my own. Uh, and I'm getting goosebumps, like, speaking about that. Because I'm like, I saw that I was looking at the photo the other day. And I, I think I posted it to my Instagram stories. Like, I didn't look out of place against those guys. And really, I think, you know, small tweaks here and there in this offseason come back stronger. I believe I can do very well. Um, so... That's one thing I've come away from the season, although I didn't quite hit the results. It has given me a lot of self-belief that, you know, I definitely deserve to be up there and, and, and uh, contending next time, being sort of a, a very serious contender. Uh, and I'll do whatever it takes to, to kind of get to that place. So that was the highlight of the season for me. I think it was the, the most confident I've been up on stage. It was the best my um, physique's looked. Actually, my... my confidence this time around has been a lot greater like I mean I've, I've thanked him many times in this podcast but Kez obviously helped to level up my posing game uh, and just you know just I think having the experience behind me of a couple of seasons I just felt very confident it felt confident in Dubai I felt confident at the PCA show and all the other shows uh, I think the show I didn't feel as confident for was the PCA British finals, which I didn't place in, um, but it was more stressors pre-stage. Uh, and we've all had them. I've heard loads of people talk about their stressors pre-stage or pre-show this year. Um, it happens to all of us. Like we can't, we can't always get bang on right. That's why I would always recommend having a season, not just doing the one-off show, especially the first tire. Because if you can imagine, having some things that don't quite fall into place for your first time competing and that's your only show that you do that's going to leave you with a sour taste in your mouth for competing whereas if you do a couple and maybe next time's a bit of a better run up maybe maybe you place even a bit better in that show gives you a bit of that sort of spark to to keep going and keep uh, pushing so i'd always recommend if it's your first season don't don't just do one show try and do at least two minimum, but probably like three if you can. Um, so anyway, yeah, we had that runner shows. It was four shows back to back, right? Um, my next big one was the uh, WMBF Supernaturals. I 
again started feeling the pressure creeping up for that show going into it because it was a big one for me it was my my next sort of chance at a pro card but having sort of done multiple shows before I just knew the standard was very high and uh, originally going into the season I had expectations or visions of winning a pro card there um, and I knew that is going to be tricky uh, basically after um, after the sort of PCA when, when was the last one uh, UK AFB British finals I think I had like no, it was the PCA British, sorry, PCA British finals. I had sort of two weeks uh, to the lead up to that show and I knew it was going to be difficult. Um, and I think I said to myself, I always do this, I say, I say to myself before the show, if I finish this placing, I'll be happy. And I said to myself the night before, if I get a top three placing in my height category, because I knew there was about 17, 18 of us uh, stepping on stage, I'll be happy. And I came away with a third uh, and yeah, I was delighted. I think it was it was a great it was a nod to me because I had a few sort of tough results like the PCA British Finals, the the UK DFB being the the kind of low of the season where I placed third at the British Finals back in twenty twenty one and didn't even place at that show. Um, but it was fair enough. It just wasn't what they're looking for. But you know, it really does get eat away at you. It, does kind of get into your head a little bit for a few days after the show that um you know maybe you don't belong in this category like these these thoughts were going through my head but uh, I've spoken about sort of dealing with defeat let those day those thoughts sort of fester for the day after and then uh, let the most feel all the emotions then get straight to business so that's what we did for the WMBF and um, that final show was the nod on the head to me to say that you still belong in men's physique you're very competitive uh, and was all the data I needed because I was debating whether or not I would just give up men's physique completely uh, and go into sort of bodybuilding. Uh, still, there's still some sort of thought that I might toy with that idea, but I just love men's physique. I love the posing. Um, I, f I feel like I'm well suited to the category. I just need to come in at my best and that's what I'm going to do this off season. Is just uh, just work on everything I need to be my best in men's physique, <clears throat> and that means practicing more posing during the off season. It means um, bringing up you know perhaps my lats, um, continuing to bring up my delts, my arms, uh, making sure my midsection's tight. I'm not pushing body weight up too high. These sort of things uh, is what I'm going to do this time around. Anyway, that was the, the end of the season and what a season it was, what a roller coaster of a season. Uh, a lot of learnings, a lot to take away and give to my clients as well, which was amazing. Um, and I've just remembered, I've forgotten to speak about Michaela because Michaela competed, client compa Michaela competed back in September. It was a WMBF show over in the States. Um, it wasn't a first time a show. It was a quiet show, but she won. So it, it seemed like it was a really poorly ran show, right? Because I had no idea what was going on. She was trying to communicate with me. She Apparently there was a photographer there. But she didn't get any stage shots, which is obviously kind of annoying for her. Obviously, I wanted to put some stage shots out of her on my, my Instagram um, to, to, you know, promote uh, promote the business a little bit as well. Um, but uh, she didn't get any stage shots. But she won the overall and the again this was the the confusing part of the show i think they had like uh 
they had separated it into like a novice section, so like almost like a first-timer section. I think she won the overall in bikini in that sort of novice section. And then there was more like an amateur section to the show and the people in that could go on to win a pro card. I'm not sure, but uh, she did very well. She won a, the overall there. And she has sights set on this year, so she uh, she wants to compete this year again and come over to the UK, which is going to be really cool because I think she'll compete at the WMBS Supernaturals. So, yeah, that was Michaela. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Um, but, yeah, anyway, after the season, uh, I needed some downtime and uh, we went to Copenhagen. I went to Copenhagen with Jasmine. That was the time I was going to propose to Jasmine, but obviously with the shows and stuff going on, it was uh, it was a lot to get ready for, uh, so I actually thought a nicer idea was proposing to her uh, in Scotland on on the Bonnie Banks of Loch Lomond, and uh, that's where I asked her out. Um, so we went to Luss, uh, which is a lovely little um, loch side in Scotland. We call a lake a loch, uh, so a loch side town, and I asked her to to be my wife and. Luckily for me, she said yes, which was definitely the highlight of the year uh, for me. And that was number one. And then number two was the PCA show. That was unbelievable. Um, so yeah, two, a really nice way to kind of round up and finish the year. Uh, and then that's us kind of heading into December now. And things have been uh, quite, quite manic uh, the last few weeks just with getting ready for the new year. I have big plans for the podcast. I want to level up the podcast game. Um, you know, my, my focus has been to keep keep these episodes coming, but in 2024, I want to perhaps level up the production value of it. Um, I'll be getting maybe some new artwork. I'm going to get that redone and just more guests on the podcast as well. I want to expand out to the natural community. That is the point of this podcast in the first place is to to get the natural community um, involved and to, to get more of you guys who listen involved with uh, natural physique development or bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding. So please feel free to get in touch and you know send me a message. As I say, this, this podcast is reaching out there and thank you guys for, for following and supporting it. But I think that's a nice place to sort of conclude uh, this year and you know I'm very excited for 2024 and what it will bring. I have a lot of plans, uh, mainly focusing on just my coaching business and helping more people uh, and being a part of the natural community. That is my goal for 2024 is just being a big part. Whatever I can do to help out, um, I, I will be there as, as much as I can. Um, but if, you, if any of you guys need some help, if you want some help in 2024 to level up your physique, please drop me a message on Instagram. I'll be more than happy to help you out. I have also linked an inquiry form down below for coaching in 2024, so please feel free to, to jump on a call with me. As I say, um, I am offering a special uh, offer or a discount, uh, which I will only do for the month of January because I know... January can be a tough month, right? And a lot of people want help in January, but it can be a tough month financially. So it's not something I normally do, uh, but for January, I'm gonna be offering um, offering that. So anyway, I'm gonna leave it there for today, guys. 
please drop me a message. I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and New Year's and catch you in the new year.